Hi guys, my name's Jaden. Welcome to my podcast. Hello, Jaden. That's not going to be me voice on the joking. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my new podcast called World Gone Mad. World has gone mad. World's gone mad. World's um, gone crazy. My name is Jaden Michael, aka Jaden Official, aka uh, Big Mike Ashton. For those who know me, and my guest show. today, Ashel, and my guest today is Leanne Hayes. Age. 34, come on. <laughs> Brass eyes. double A. Where are you from? Nurse. Oh, I. Um, basically, the whole point of this podcast is to talk about mental health because mental health issues are everywhere so at the moment. Um, the reason that I've called it World's Gone Mad is because I feel that the world has gone mad. Um, we're, also, we're all PC crazy. We're all talking about labels constantly. And also because I'm going to throw in a little interlude in each episode, you see, Leanne, where I'm talking about the world has gone mad. So I found some um, bizarre news stories. Oh, I like that. We're going to, well, I'll I'll let you know in a bit. But the type of stuff like um, I got barred from the all you can eat buffet for shitting in the seaweed. Do you know, like that type of stuff. So (laughs) that happened to you one time? Yeah, it was me in the uh, East Audience. No, what happened to you with the chicken wings that time? We won't go there. But anyway, so <laughs> the structure of the, each podcast, um, I'm only saying this because it's episode one, the structure of each podcast is I'm going to have a guest each week, or guests, mm-hmm. and we're going to have a subject that we talk about that um, yep. deals yep. with mental yep. health yep. or what influence that has on poor mental health. Um, and then we're also going to break it up, have a little ad break with the um, the stories just to make it a bit light, light-hearted and make it a bit fun. Do you know All what I mean? Right. So we're going to have like a bit of an ad break. Okay. A bit of like half time in the first. All right, let's All right. get on. A bit of, um, do you know, like, <laughs> imagine you're watching Coronation Street and it's all getting a bit too much because feelings just twatted at him with the cricket bat. So it's like, whoa, hey, need to hey, have a break. He's coming back again. Oh, God. He's coming back for this. Well, I might get him on my podcast. <laughs> he needs to talk about mental Cast health. final words. So anyway, Leanne. Today's um, subject is all about reality TV Mm. and um, social media and the connection between reality TV, social media and um, people's poor mental health. Now, the reason that I've asked you to do it is because at first I was going to ask somebody who'd been on reality TV, but then I thought, well, I've been on reality TV. I know what I think about it. So I wanted to sort of have like a bit of a yin and yang. Do you get what I mean? Oh, God, like, that's you've good. not been on bit reality of oil and TV, water. yeah. Like you've, bit you've of been chalk on, and cheese. Exactly. I mean, you've been on Crime Watch a couple of times, but that doesn't count as reality TV because you are not guilty. Free the witness one. I haven't got a record. Yeah, for the purpose of the podcast, you know. <laughs> I'm only joking. No, so basically, um, it's been all over the news and all online about. Uh, Mike from Love Island who, yeah. who oh, killed himself um, and now I feel that there's loads of other people who've been on these type of shows X on the Beach Love Island Towie stuff like that who are, have all come out the woodwork and they're saying that oh you know we need to be looked after better when we finish the shows and our mental health's bad because of being on TV and I just wanted to as somebody who's never been on TV I wanted your opinion on it so well firstly it comes with the title reality tv it's reality it's um something that's always current so if you're going to go on a reality tv show you've got to understand that that could be acted at any given time it's a, a in the moment type of thing it's <laughs> i like the way you just laughed at me, looked at me when you went <laughs> i mean that could be acted at any given no, time jade and one series yeah but 
you're over precisely but one it's true, reason. Isn't it? You know, you, they, I think they, they gear you up for something, like because they want the best from you. So they're, they're making out like they're going to change your world and they're going to change your life and they want everything from you, but then they're giving you nothing back in return. And I think this is the reason that I asked you to come on this um, episode is because you've been friends with me now for um, 16 years, eight months, 27 days, four hours and three minutes. Oh, right. So you've been involved in the whole journey. Like, you've known me before I was on oh, telly. Oh, God, yeah. And then you you were one of the first people to find out that I was doing Scouse Wives. Well, it wasn't um, even that. It was Diet on the Dancehall. Oh, God, we won't go there. Oh, but, Diet on the Dancehall. But dance what I want to talk about with, Di- uh, with Scouse Wives is... No, I'm, let me okay, just get serious. Right. With Scouse Wives, if you remember, we got told... Um, at the time, for those who don't know, I was on a show called Desperate Scouse Wives. Um, at the time, Towie had done, I think it was like two or three series. Geordie mm-hmm. Shaw had just finished their first series and was just filming the second one. Made in Chelsea had just come out. Yeah. So it was like, we got told... That you were the next best You're going to be huge. Yeah. Like, I remember Alyssa, one of the one of the cast in my show, doing an interview saying, we're going to be bigger than Towie. And you, you know, as my friend, that we were promised everything. Oh, God, yeah. And then it was like... What happened? We we got one series. I I can't really talk about what happened with series two, but we basically got fucked over a bit. And then it was like, well, what do we do now? Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And I, I just think that my personal opinion is, is that when you do these reality TV shows nowadays, you sort of know that it's just a conveyor belt. Whereas That's when I did it, it was like, we thought that we were going to be huge. Well, yeah, it But is. now it's, it's like, there's so many episodes, isn't there, of like, I mean, so well, many series look, of X on the Beach. If you look at the criteria looking for these people, the lens of what, what these people have to have to gain access to be on one. Good good bodies and good looking. Do you know looking. what I mean? Yeah, this this sort of stereotypical. Yeah, nothing else. Of like, unrealistic, and I won't say unrealistic, because these people are real people. But, you know, you don't have like, Love Island and see anyone over the size over the size twelve on no, a girl. Not at all. You don't see anyone. It's like all these people. Do you know? It's like a, it's it's doing the world too much harm. And that's why I think that um, it's annoyed me a little bit. And I sound really harsh, but I thought on this podcast, I'm not gonna just because it's about mental health. I'm not gonna kiss ass and say what people think I should say because I think that people are very. Um, people are scared of saying stuff about mental health because they don't want to upset people. But, for example, what I'm trying to get at, there's a lad who was on X on the Beach called Connor, um, and he did an a, an article in the Daily Star on Sunday saying that after he'd done X on the Beach, um, he'd become depressed within a couple of months because the, the club PAs dried out, um, he wasn't getting sent free products anymore, he wasn't getting flown around the, the world to meet fans. And I just thought to myself, so you tried killing yourself because of that. And as harsh as it sounds, I think to myself, well, why didn't you just think I'm going on this reality TV show? But when I finish it, if I don't get work, I'm going to have to go back to doing what people call a normal job. Well, Do you get yeah, what I mean? It's reality. It's not. So, it's it's reality. It's like Big Brother. It's reality. It lasts for a certain amount of time. If you do well, and you do you get something off the back of it, but you've also got to have an amazing qualities about you to get something off the back of it. You've got to have something that the public you've got wants. To have talent. You've got to have some sort of talent, and you've got to engage with the public enough for the public to keep you into 
keep you to keep you there. Exactly. So I'm not having a go at Con and I'm not singling him out. But what gets to me is that straight away mental health's well, I was on reality TV and my mental health you know, suffered because of it. Do you not think it's a bit egotistical that you think, oh, I'm going to go on X on the beach and have a luxury lifestyle after it? Do you I get what I mean? I really do. And to think like that, then you would have had to have some sort of mental health issues before going on the show. So then why aren't these people fully screened? Why aren't they sat down with psychiatrists to ensure... Well, we do, but... my See, this is another thing that I think about the whole reality TV process is... I went into my psych test with a psychologist and there were 16 cast members on my show and every single person went into this psych test and was done in 20 minutes. And I was there for two hours. And the reason I was there for two hours is because I went in there and told the psychologist that I'd suffered with depression in the past, I'd been suicidal in the past. Um, I told I told her basically everything honestly. And she was like, oh, you're not going to be able to cope with fame. Oh, you're not going to be able to cope with this show. And she actually said to Channel 4 that she wasn't going to pass me for my psych test. And Channel 4 were literally like, well, we need Jaden. Like, Jaden is on the show. He's, he's going to be, like, one of the stars of it. We need him on it. And then she went back and asked all the other... Well, not all of them, but she asked most of the other cast members, do you think that Jaden's too vulnerable? And they laughed because they were like, Jaden's the one who's defending all of us and Jaden's the yeah. one who has got a thick skin. But I think the reason that I struggled with my psych test is because I was so honest with her. So I think that these people who are going on reality TV need to go into the psychologist tests and be totally honest because it's then they'd get that. help these after it. Going on to the, if they, they agree into some sort of test like that, <coughs> then they should also agree to sharing medical files so that they can be assessed by a doctor and psychologist to say, well, if there is, if there is patterns that there is something there, well, if their anxieties or depression or anything could be caused by going on this, then the doctor should not deem them fit. If they have, I'm not saying that every person in the world, but if people have had tendencies and, and say for say social anxiety for, for one, yeah. by going on a TV show like that is going to cause major disruption if you already suffer from, say, social anxiety. You, you know how difficult it got for me being recognised and stuff. That's what I'm saying. Paranoia sets so in. You if, go for something to eat. How many times was I like, I'm not coming the Asda with you, the Asda. It's just something straightforward, but I was worried about going because I was constantly getting stirred at. So I think to myself though, but I, I dealt with that because in my head, I signed up for a telly show. Do you get what I mean? So do you not think that these people are blaming That's reality what I'm saying, TV? But it's also got something to say. I signed up for the TV show. Where are these casting agents? They're just they're casting, they're putting the casting out on Facebook, social media, they've got social media. Absolutely, you know. Where's the old good old casting agents gone with? So, so I I think this is quite interesting, the fact that I've been on I've been on reality TV and I'm not blaming the show. But then you as a viewer are blaming. I, are blaming I've got it. to blame him. I like I think that's I think that's really interesting the fact that you look at it as a viewer. Well, yeah, because I'm a viewer then, yeah, and I also also see then when you when you look into it the vulnerability of these contestants or showmates or housemates or whatever you want to say it because the they're, they're putting people on a love island where then they're bringing their exes in. You know, it's shame TV. So are you gonna still watch it? Um. Do you know what? I probably still will watch it because half the time I think, God, what will their parents think of them? 
what will they one day look at their children and think, oh, that was me getting it on with trigging yeah, exactly. Carl in the pool. Oh, God, look at me. They're sneaking off to a... You know, and, the, this is what scares me a little bit, and I was going. And this is what this is what the British public want. This is yeah. what people thrive on. Oh God, look at them two getting on in the bathroom. And I was going to oh. move on to social media and how that affects people's mental health. But what I was going to say is, um, that's what worries me. Is like is our like, young nieces and nephews are looking at people on TV and thinking, "Oh, that's how you get somewhere in life. Get shagged by a lad on TV. Yeah, go go on and open your legs on TV. Oh God, you know what? If you get into if you get into someone on telly, then it makes you have a small fortune. No, you've got to grow up. Exactly. So let's move on to social media. Do you ever look at social media, Instagram, Facebook, and stuff like that? And is it ever um, have a bad effect on your mental health? Uh, I try not to let it have an effect on my mental life but you do look at some people and think bullshit 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 you cannot look that good of a fucking morning love but does it but does that make i'm probably asking <laughs> the worst it, person no, in the world because i know that you're you're like you're no. very comfortable with yourself yeah but is there any times that you sit there and you think to yourself oh good look at the life that they're having oh look what they're doing and it pisses you off well and gets no to because you i think well you've got too much life on social media and not enough life for living because if you're just posting pictures every two minutes of where you are doing, enjoy it. Turn exactly. your phone away. Get off social media. You don't need to like you know how you. I was looking on a, a rave in Ibiza on on uh, Facebook the other day, and every single person had the phone out videoing it. There was no interaction exactly. with the friend. <laughs> every person had the mobile video, and, and I was we, like, "What was we like? Fuck. What was we like when we were out?" If it we was out of phones. Exactly. Fucking missing. You were fucking exactly. chuffed when your battery died. Don't let anyone get in touch with us. We're You'd on leave the your phone list. in your mate's That's car or it. something. Yeah, the battery's gone. We're on the missing list. And the sweatiest person. Yeah, the don't best te- Yeah, the best. The best stories. The best stories are the ones that we've never told. Exactly, and that's what I think's like why the world is oh, going mad. God, yeah. because. Oh look at my cocktail! Oh look at yeah. this! Oh look at my picture of the beach! Look at mine! We never went. We never went out and give a fuck about a booth. Oh, you're joking, aren't you? I won't, never. We won't be sitting with, with. No, we were too busy dancing. We'd walk into a club and be like, "Where did the scruff stand? We'll go and stand over there with them." Haunted the back. It wasn't the scruff. It wasn't the scruffs. We was. Everyone went out, and it wasn't pretentious. There's, there's people now who go out, and they don't want to talk to each other. They just all pouting, put trying to get the best selfies, showing off the exactly everything and then that they've got. Everything Hashed, that they're wearing. Yeah. So what I'm going to ask you again is, do you think social media? Is, is a bad thing when it comes to people's mental health or do you think my opinion is that it's the person I think it is the person I think people can have excessive behaviours or they can have behaviours that make them do strange things where I like Facebook because I've got a really big family I like to check up on people's pictures I try not look at the you know, I think everyone's got a right to brag. I think everyone's got a right to show off the things that they've earned for, like holiday shoes, bags, clothes, if they've worked hard for it, you know, but there's also... So why people... do you need to post it? But that's what I mean. That's but what if I don't worked... I, I mean, I don't go out and, like, post everything that I've got on there, but if I'm on holiday, I will put a few cheeky snaps up. I will do that. I will check in at places. But that's just, like, you know, that's because you... When you go out as well, that's for your family's sake, for your family to know. Yeah, oh God, exactly. you, you know, to keep them in the loop. Oh, she looks like she's having like, a nice look time. Like, look at me with you me, Mum. Me, Mum can't go out. Well, so when it. I go anywhere, I'll take pictures and so then I can show me, Mum. Do you get what I mean? I think once you start using something, can you 
you you become malicious about people or you're looking at stuff and finding stuff that you don't like then if you don't like something about someone on social media the best thing to do is just block them get them off there yeah, if there's someone them. doing or making you feel like that then you've got to ask yourself why do you why is someone making you feel like that why are you letting someone's post affect you and this is why i don't understand why social media gets such a bad time because yeah fair enough there's trolls i've been a troll I've been trolled constantly. But I also think to myself, if you're going to send me abuse, I'm not going to allow that to affect my mental state because you're just a dickhead typing words you've on got, a screen. Do you yeah, get what I mean? And you've got so to why understand. why do people blame social media? If they've got that much time wrapped up in people that they've never met or never seen, what have they got on going on outside? No, but there? I've done it myself. Yeah, and I know I've, you've and done I've that. been very honest in the fact that when I used to be what they call a brutal blogger, it's because... I hated myself so much that I used to think, oh, I'll be nasty about celebs because because really I hated myself. Do you get what I mean? I was very insecure about myself but and self-loathing. So I took it out on other people online, but celebrities. But what I'm getting at is like, why do you think social media gets so much blame? Because I think it's a good social, thing. Because social media also does highlight, it's got a lot of, lot of, lot of vicious people out there who do like to to take the piss out of other people less fortunate or do something and get and it escalates like that. But I think social media, if used correctly, can be a beautiful thing. It can be. And speaking of beautiful You're things, beautiful. how good is it that we're doing a podcast where you can't see us? Because I've literally just been picking on a blackhead oh. and nobody can see. Scruffy bastard. But, uh, fuck you. Anyway, um, we're going to... And I apologise to everyone if we're a bit all over the place today because we're just doing this off the top of our heads, aren't we? Off our Do you get back. what I mean? Off the cuff. It's off the cuff. <laughs> Is it cusp or cuff? Off the cuff. Oh, I thought it was cusp. Um, so it will get better, don't worry. I hope that you're still with us after how long we've been recording, 97 minutes or something like that. But we're going to go to the ad break now. We're going to go to the... Um, we're going to go to the fucking... The world's gone mad news stories. Oh, God, I'm actually So, the first story that I've got for you, mm. this is the headline. Go on. Man spikes colleague with LSD. Nice to, re- to remove negativity from yeah. the workplace. Right. So, can I say it? that again without your fucking interruption? Yeah, go on. We've just got a bit chuffed. Man spikes colleague with LSD to remove negative energy from the workplace. I'll tell you what, I want a job. So, let me tell you, guess what it was? What? If you had to pick a company, where do you think it would be? Oh, I haven't got a clue. Well, what type of person? Like, where would they work? CEX or somewhere like that where they're all a bit crazy? Uh, well, like the game store? Yeah. Uh, or like virtual reality shit and all that. Guess where it was? What? Enterprise rent a guy. Fuck yep. off. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the article <coughs> from Lad Bible. Says um, an employer rent a car decided enterprise rent a car decided to take matters into his own hands by spiking his colleagues' drinks with LSD in a bid to remove negative energy from his workplace. And what did it do? Well, let me just have a little look. <laughs> I haven't got that far down. Um, How did it do? It boosted well, morale. Well, yeah, they were all twatted. Basically, (laughs) he says that um, he put it in the colleagues' third coffees that they'd had that day. So they'd already had two coffees. 
So I'm not being funny. If, they, if I had two coffees and they're negative, they're still negative. <laughs> I don't drink coffee, but I've seen some people, they have one cup and they're off the tits. Oh. So we imagine two, th- oh, sorry, three cups of coffee. So we put it in the third cup of coffee. So they've had three cups of coffee. So we strategically, so we strategically yeah. add them on the third coffee. Probably, so then they're drinking this Because they're probably thinking, he's probably thinking to himself, the 19-year-old, he's only 19, who is unknown. I just don't... He's not releasing his name. Well, they're not releasing his name. He's probably thought to himself, they've already, like, they've already had two cups of coffee, they're already flying a bit. The third cup of coffee, I'll drop a fucking yin-yang in there, right? <laughs> I'll drop a bit of... Put a microdot yeah, in there for that. I'll lot. drop a microdot in there hey, and watch these cups fucking flying fly. in there. Telling you, and it's um, and what's actually blown me away is that the the man has not been sent to jail, but he no longer works for Enterprise. Ah, oh, after doing that, boosting me yeah. I'm not being funny. He deserves a pay rise. Oh my god! And it says, "Oh, you got rid of it." Hey, send me a CV. It, well, it says that one couple who um, what what's it called? One couple couple who had the LSD, so they're a couple, couple. who work together. Yeah, work oh, together. Gosh. Shaggers. So I was shaggers in an office. One couple who decided to um, take a trip to Ikea together. Yeah. And when they were there, <laughs> when they were there, they started putting up flat pack furniture. Oh, right. In Ikea. Fucking hell. I was wondering. How boring. When I had a trip, I chased I a fucking chicken. I wanted a bit exist. more of a trip than uh-huh. that. Oh, what did you do when we put the shelves up? Oh, you should have Well, seen. after hallucinating, Giles and I went to Ikea <laughs> and decided to throw up a three wardrobe. Oh, you should have seen the bookcase we done. It was fab. No, fuck Oh, that. fuck off. I've done a lot worse when I've had oh, a trip. Oh, you know what? Keep them chips. Right, this one's brilliant now, and it also reminded me of you a little bit. All right. Woman stabbed man with fruit knife because he couldn't climax. Tefo would not with me then. A booty call turned murderous when the oh. man got tired. A woman, <laughs> a woman who stabbed her lover to death with a fruit knife because he was unable to climax during sex. Oh, she Christ. said, let's not meet again in the next lifetime. Oh. As he was laid dying. Oh, God. Now, <laughs> I don't know whether your mum's going to be listening to this, but Say, for instance, you were involved in sexual pleasures with a man. <laughs> All right, and he, yeah. And he wasn't doing it for you. Yeah. Why the fuck would you think of stabbing him to death? I don't know. I might have been like a... He might have been into it. You never know. No, he wasn't of... into it because he's dead. <laughs> so he definitely wasn't into it. Guess what her name is as well? What? Ms. You. Oh, Ms. You. Ms. You. Ms. You. Yeah, but he's missing her, isn't he? Where's you? Um, she's 39. Oh, yeah. She killed a boyfriend whose name's Cal. She killed a cow. Cow is uh, 47. Well, he was 47. <laughs> and she drunkenly called into his home in a fateful night in July 2018. Oh, oh yeah. Um, she was drunk. They started shagging. And oh. basically, because he couldn't come, she stabbed him. And oh, then God. she actually told the police, if he couldn't manage, then he can just lay to rest. Oh! And there's a picture of her there. Oh, God, she wasn't... That I'll post I'll post on my social media when we oh, put wow. this podcast up. She's she actually... She, she looks all right. She's a bit done up, but have you seen... Yeah. seen some videos on what them uh, Chinese girls can do when they sell take the face up and do everything. Well, anyway, she um she went to Taiwan District Court. Mm-hmm. Back there, um, through the book of her. She she got fifteen she got a fifteen year prison sentence. Fifteen years because he couldn't jizz up, yeah. Do you know what oh, I mean? Because he couldn't come. It's pathetic, isn't it? She was, why couldn't you make him come? 
I don't know. Well, that's what I think. She stabbed him when, to be honest, she's probably to blame, isn't she? You can't satisfy your man. Get out. It's your own fault. Yeah. Right, the next news story. This is the final one, and then we'll go back to talking about mental Plumber caught performing sex act at homeowner's CCTV avoids prosecution. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Right. I'm just going to read it in my own words. Basically, this plumber was caught by CCTV. Doing what? In in, um, his best best friend's home in Sheffield. With performing a sex act with a dildo. And, it, and the pictures, Leslie Burton, his name is Leslie, if you're listening, you can't half take a dick. Um, <laughs> the, it's quite a big dildo. You think a proper sausage jockey? Well, the footage shows Mr. Burton, who is also a scout leader. Oh, oh God. Rifling through a bedside cabinet and finding a sex toy before dropping his trousers. Oh, you'd lie. He's then, he's <laughs> then seen going into the bedroom before returning to... Uh, sorry, he's then seen going into the bathroom before returning to the bedroom and exploring another drawer. Mr. White. Mr. White, who's his friend, John White, I don't know why they call him Mr. White, he said that he's disgusted. I'd be disgusted. Yeah. I'm not being funny. We've all had a bit of a sniff of our mate's knickers, do you know what I mean? We have. Or or boxers, or... Yours. But... (laughs) But I've never gone into your drawer and pulled out a dildo and started pleasuring myself. How would you want to try now? I'm a bit after the podcast. After. <laughs> but I just think the funniest just, thing is, is that he's been caught on CCTV. Just always remember, this day and age, doesn't matter Cameras where you are. everywhere, Big Brother is watching this you, Leslie Burton. Big bro, looking over the But shoulder. basically, they've, um, they called the police on him. Why wouldn't you? No. I wouldn't call the police on my best mate, oh, just for having a wank with my bird's dildo. Having a wank, he's just rammed his ass with it. Yeah, but he... it's, <laughs> it's not like fucking. Oh. It's not like when we met. Just had a wank. He's just got the. Oh. Well, Mister White said that the act has made his wife feel very uncomfortable, and she's struggling to sleep. Oh well, fucking, just get her a new towel. Imagine, imagine that though. You'd ask your mate to come and fix your boiler, and instead he's tossing one off over you. Wife's That's what dildo. I mean. That is why you should never just leave workmen in the house. Well, it's not a I workman, got a new it's front... his best mate. I know, but it's still a fucking workman as well. I had a new front door fitted last week, and um, the, the workman kept saying to me, you can go out if you want. And, and it, Oh, I, God, if I ever have workmen in mine, I don't I leave them like, on there. And my suzzies, I, my bra, my knickers, yeah, throw like, a wig on. So I'm doing you boy breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? You can spread me on hey, your toast if you want, lads. We're going to make a day of this, right. boys. <laughs> this is supposed to be a mental health podcast and me and you are lowering the tone. Oh, and we would. Anyway, basically, we're going to finish very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, all I wanted to do was ask you about your tips on how you think people should deal with um, social media and watching reality TV when it comes to your mental health. I think you've covered it a bit, haven't you? Yeah. You've said that you people shouldn't really be that bothered about what other I people think, look like. I and... think, yeah, I just think <coughs> it is reality TV... It is scripted. A lot of it is for your viewing, you know, for to, for you to watch. Don't take it too seriously. The people who want to do that, I think, follow your dreams if it's something that you want to do. But just remember, always have something to fall back on. And remember, nothing in this world's forever, whether it be reality TV, your job that you're in now, the person you're with. 
So whatever in life knocks you down, just always remember that sometimes it's catapulting you into something better. And also I think that I'd like to say to anyone out there who wants to go onto reality TV, make sure you have a good group of friends around you, like oh, you. Oh, yeah. Because I'll Always tell you now. Crawl back no, on. honestly, I'll tell you now for anyone that's listening and thinking about ever doing telly or ever doing something that's mainstream, whether it's a footballer, um, boxing, acting, anything like that. I tell you now, when I was on Desperate Scouse Wives, I had shitloads of so-called friends oh, who all wanted uses, to be around the me. The they all wanted to come out boots, on nights out because bars, we, we yeah. were getting paid. And then... They fucking drop you the minute that they can't get anything off well, it. Well, that's it. So if you're out there and you want to do something that's mainstream, where you become a public figure for it, make sure that you've got real friends from the very beginning. Yeah. The very beginning. Because all these fucking glory hunters who are like, oh, I'll be your mate because I know that you're coming up. And these are the people that don't want to sit round the tables with you. No. They're not the fame hungry person who want to sit in the booth and no. drink the vodka and drink. How many PAs did you come with me, really? I think I come About to... three. Two, three, maybe. And bear in mind, I did, what, three a week? Yeah, two, For three. 18 months. You had a lot of users around you then a who lot. wanted, a lot of people who wanted, oh, God, will you come in tonight? Just to get packed. Exactly. Just to get So, them. we'll wrap up quick, but yeah. basically what we're saying is, is it's that... It's been emotional, um, Jade. Thank you very much. Oh, thanks so much. We'll, we'll go Thank and find you. your dildo in the drawer right oh, now. Oh, definitely. But basically what we're saying is, don't let reality TV and don't let social media get to you, because most of these people who are posting that they're having incredible lives, they're not having incredible not. lives. They look like a fucking McDonald's mop. They don't wash. They're skint and they're liars. Thank yeah. you for listening. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.